<laughs> Hello. Oh man, oh, got some flub. <laughs> keeping <laughs> it, keeping it. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode six of Middle of the Row, the podcast. Today we are going to discuss Game of Thrones season seven because there was no good movies released in theaters. And we still think it's close enough to the release to have a healthy discussion after we let that finale settle in. But before we get into that, does anybody have anything they'd like to share that they've seen? Wait, in the was last Two of Fever? Did that not get good reviews? Didn't that come out this past week? I don't think it even came out. I really. thought it did. Is it just it's a big giant joke about. on film Twitter that that movie's never going to actually be released, mm-hmm. other than it, even though it actually did come out this but week. But it has right? good people in, like, in New York it. And I, apparently it does not have good acting in it. Really? Oh, I've holy te- cow. I've heard terrible things about it. It's got Jeez. a 10 on Rotten Tomatoes and a 1.5 from Ebert. I've, oh, man. That's harsh. I agree. Okay, so, I, li- I like so, the cast uh, a lot. You were but... right. There were no good movies that came out this week. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else would like to... Oh, that was a bad This, this I cast know. is stacked, I know. though. You're right, Lauren. What? This oh yeah, it has stacked. Alicia Vikander, Dane DeHaan, uh, uh, the Jared Nazi Della guy from Inglorious Bastards. Christoph Waltz. Yes, thank you. Fucking Dame Judi Dench. How is this Judy movie Dench. so bad? Dame Judi. Fucking better movies. <laughs> Tom Stoppard, he's good director. Our writer. The director had directed... I love that we magically have a... Um, magically have a... Tulip Fever conversation in here. A movie none of us will probably ever see. I'll see it when it comes out, because I like the cast. He did The Other Boleyn Girl, the director did. Oh, which maybe was I fine. won't see it then. <laughs> and he did <laughs> Mandela... I, I didn't want to. Mandela, Long Walk to Freedom, which was also just okay. In a movie called The First Grader. I don't know what that is. First Grader. I didn't see anything new, but I rewatched a movie I hadn't seen in a while. Uh, Dead Man Down. Yeah. surprisingly like for a movie I kind of forgot about it's surprisingly great Colin is this Farrell, the Colin Farrell movie yeah Colin Farrell uh, Numi Rapace Terrence Howard yeah Numi Rapace she was supposed like, to be in the movie I saw this week but didn't show up and um, I forget the director's name but I think it was the guy who did uh, the girl with the dragon tattoo mm, it's not David Fincher you mean the the, the Swedish, the Swedish one. one? Yeah, yeah. I think you might be right. You can keep talking while one of us checks that on the internet. Um, but yeah, Col- I was. It was one of those things where it's like, I don't think I've ever seen Colin Farrell in a movie that I didn't like him in. He's just a great actor. Daredevil. No, That's he not was, his, he was having was fun in Daredevil. His fault. That was not his fault. <laughs> I'm just. Wait, saying, are we considering Daredevil one. a movie? Yeah. No, that okay. Daredevil was there a movie. There is a Daredevil movie with with Ben Ben don't call Bat- me Batman John, Affleck. John is John has pushed it from his memory. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, I the R the R rated version about. of that movie is not that bad. <laughs> Out there I said it. Yeah, it Michael had Clark him, it went, had uh Jennifer Garner. There are uh, some there are some great people in that movie, but they just do terrible, terrible things. Um yeah, so but stick Colin, to the Netflix show. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, and speaking of Colin Thrill, I rewatched uh, Seven Psychopaths, which is just a 
another fantastic movie. Why didn't you watch a new movie with Colin Farrell, like The Lobster that you have in I Queens? was actually almost about to watch that last night, and I was just like, uh, Dead Man Down instead. I'm just gonna... The Dead Man Down director is directing the Flatliners remake. Ooh, see? Well, see how we segued it, segued it into something new? I totally I forgot was that Flatliners was a remake. But yeah, but we, we might not be seeing Flatliners because there was a, I want to do that one. Ugh. No, something else much better is coming out that weekend. I think. What is it's it? A, I don't know. Probably something not better. Although I I don't think Flatliners is a remake. Oh, yeah, ben we never could figure that sequel. out. Like I I, I think no I think I think what's his face is in it. Um, Kiefer. Oh, Kiefer Sutherland. I'm not sure. I I I could be wrong. Oh, that'd be awesome! Like if he if he was the same character have, from the old one. But have you the seen the one? first? One? No, has anybody seen the original? Yep. Okay. Flatliners comes out the same week as American Made. Oh yeah, oh, I'm a Tom Cruise a holic. Yeah, yeah. Everything everything I just said about Colin Farrell could also be applied to Tom Cruise, aside from Daredevil. <laughs> like he's good in Con- Daredevil. I didn't I say he wasn't, Tom I just Cruises said... I was like, what movie was I watching? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like... Call Farrell, like... There's never been a movie with Tom Cruise that I didn't like. With Colin Farrell, there is one movie I didn't like, but I did like Colin Farrell eh, in that movie. I wasn't the biggest fan of Valkyrie. Are we talking about Tom I, Cruise? Um, yeah, yeah, we're bouncing No, I enjoyed that movie. But I mean, he's got such like... What was the the mummy like? People did not like that movie. I thought it was actually pretty enjoyable. I still need it to was, see it, that. It, it was watchable. Yeah, like it's Whatever. definitely My not. Is still it's not the it's not the stepping stone for the cinematic universe they want. That's not the place they should start. But it's. I like right. that it, it's just kind of embracing the crazy. I I kind of I wish it would have been a little more bonkers, but. Basically, when you took away the scenes with... I thought the best sequence was the Russell Crowe, uh, Jekyll and Hyde part of the movie. Um, yeah, I, was, I saw that on YouTube, actually, today. Uh, um, I don't want to know about it. Okay. <laughs> the end. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone else got anything? Um, I'm going to say that uh, I've been slowly making my way through it. I'll probably finish that in about seven years. Um, the book. Yeah, the book. It's taking forever. It's not bad. It's just there's so much in it that probably could have been cut out. And I'm like 64% in, and we haven't gotten to the kids like fighting it, which you know from page one's going to happen. So it's just a lot of sitting and waiting. But um, I also watched Life and Alien Covenant. I'm going to do a double feature write up for that, probably put it up tomorrow. But I was just going to say that I did not like it as much as everyone else seems to. Or at least Wait, you two, I mean. Not everyone. Everyone. A lot of people seem to be where I'm at with the rating. I want to talk about these. Covenant. I want to talk about these. I know you're writing about it. That doesn't mean we can't talk about it. Well, that's why I brought it up. I figured you would want to talk about it. Yes. So which you preferred life? I preferred life because it was less frustrating. <clears throat> what was frustrating about Alien Covenant to you? Um, everything. Like... <laughs> I thought I loved the first like 30 minutes 45 because it was kind of mm-hmm. like it felt like it was going in this alien meets lost world Jurassic Park type movie but then all of a sudden it just becomes instead of alien covenant it's Michael Fassbender covenant 
Like, it's all about um, yeah. David, and I don't <laughs> care that much about him. I oh. like Michael Fassbender, See, but... I enjoyed the I enjoyed the first... The same... The, I, but when the movie switched to that, that's when it, like, was like, oh, this movie's getting amazing for me. See, that's when I, it got bad, I, because everyone started yeah. walking off on their own and dying on repeat. It's like, it's well, the one rule, know. guys. Stay together. Well, the one rule is to not follow that rule, or else we wouldn't have horror movies, so... Oh, we could, because an alien could just go into the middle of them and kill all of them. <laughs> it did do that, and that's why David Michael Fassbender saved them. People also died in groups. Which is why well. we don't like need that, to keep sending them still off on ha- their own. That still happened. Like, But it was I just guess. so stupid, because the guys would be like, where did so-and-so go? They've been gone for a long time. I should go find them. You should be like, where did they go? They've been gone forever. They're probably dead. <laughs> they're dead man they're game dead. over man yes, game exactly. over man um, I am life Let's give me your brief thoughts on life life I don't I can't really <laughs> what's the meaning of life yeah. <laughs> uh, I can't really put my finger on why I'm meh about it like I enjoyed a lot of it in like I can't say the one thing I really want to say about one of the main deaths as soon as that happened it's like why no but, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I did. One I of the things I will say that was good about it, I really thought, like, they turned what could have been a really, really dumb creature feature design and actually implemented it really well. So it was mm-hmm. scary. But yeah, I kind of, I guess, I don't know if I got bored with it or what. It just, I wasn't hooked by it. I think it was a really well executed and it was shot pretty. And yeah, and, um, it seemed it, it it is it was missing that certain umph, and it seems like they tried to make up for that a little bit with the the, the final yeah bit of the movie. Oh, but the ending, um, that's another thing I hate. <laughs> I I did not appreciate the ending. Yeah. Um. Because I don't think they gave you a chance. Like it's one of those things where it's only hap. It they didn't. I don't. It'd be interesting to see if they telegraphed it at all. Yeah. Because it just felt like a cheap pull the rug out from under you kind of thing but um, i don't think i don't think it was i mean i i saw it coming from a mile away it was one of those like i was hoping yeah that it wasn't like i kind of but like i knew ben can tell you i texted him i was like oh this is gonna happen i'm not gonna say it since john hasn't seen it and then that happened yeah Mm -hmm. um i will say like the best thing about life in my opinion was the cheese itself i I thought it was I just I just thought the alien itself was really really cool. One of the more original movie monsters in a long while. I feel like they should have evolved them like one more one more step. John did wait did John talk already? I did not. Um, okay. I didn't really do anything this week. Um, I haven't watched anything new. I've been trying to gather my thoughts from my brand new review and listen to that and some of their older stuff. I will oh, say no. though, oh, I've been sorry. rewatching Thirty Rock and this wedding I was at this weekend. Um, and I've, I never realized this because I've, I've met the bride's parents before, but her dad, maybe it was just talking to Mike, but her dad sounds exactly like Liz Lemon's boyfriend from the first <laughs> season. Dennis Duffy, the one that, like, no one else. Hey, the insurance the, yeah. guy. The insurance guy. No, he's guy. great. Uh, yeah. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's also in Law, he was in Law and Order SVU for a while, actually. He was, a. Uh, yep. He, he was, was in uh, uh, Benson's boyfriend. Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Yeah, in Brooklyn he was Nine-Nine. the vulture. Yeah. He's he the vulture. vulture Brooklyn yeah. Yeah. God, I love but Brooklyn Nine Nine. <coughs> excuse me. The actor's got this very distinct, like, very New York accent, 
And the bride's dad sounds exactly like it. And when he talked in the microphone for the first time, like, my eyes just lit up and I freaked out. I'm just like, I need to talk to someone about this. And as soon as I finished that thought, my friends sitting next to me, Peng Chang and Kara, like, looked like around and was just like, does anyone else think this guy sounds like Cassidy from Law & Order SVU? And I was like, oh my gosh, yes! And it was just, uh, it was the most surreal thing ever. And he kind of looks like an older version of him. But, uh, yeah, no, I was, yeah, I was at a wedding that pretty much took up my entire week. Was the last, what was the last name of the bride? Maybe it was him. No, it, it definitely wasn't. But shout out to Phil and Alex. You guys are the best. Uh, congratulations. Oh, and I forgot. Before we move on, I just wanted to say that I saw this new show that no one else has probably heard about. It's called Atypical. And, no. <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. I'm just kidding. If, uh, if. Zach, fair warning, if you want to bleep over the string of expletives that I'm going to say in a second here, <laughs> feel free to do that. Just kidding, just kidding. Alright, so should we get into it then? Into what? Game of Thrones. I know. <laughs> um, so let's talk about Game of Thrones, people. We're going to talk about um, Season 7, spoilers for everything. There can't really be spoilers for the future because nobody knows. But says the person um, who wouldn't look at theories. <laughs> what? You're the whenever we would like send yeah. each other theories, you'd be like, I can't look. Oh, at because it's too no, because because too many. No, because a theory is everything is out there on the internet. Someone posting a theory could have very easily stemmed from actual leaked information. But it wasn't. That, we read it first. Yeah. Did it turn out to be true? Nope, it didn't turn out to be true. What was the theory? It was about the whole Clegane Bowl. Yeah. The no. the two the Clegane brothers killing each other. Well that was well, also that'd be stupid. That, one that of was, them has to kill the other one. What was interesting is they pretty much while they didn't have Clegane Bowl, they pretty much said, Oh hey, this is happening at some point. Well, which... actually Ben read that differently. Yeah. Yeah, the way I saw it, um No when he said I already disagree. <laughs> but when he said someone's coming for you, he, he's talking about Arya. No, nope. isn't isn't the mountain on her list of people yes. to kill? Yeah, I think that would be and adorable she's... though, because the Hound is so happy to hear about her. That it's like, can you just see the uh, the Hound behind her? Like, good job, sweetie, you did it. And, yeah, but the well, fact I... the fact that the Hound the Hound has already like he's not as strong as his brother. He's not as big, but someone who we someone. But someone we know who's already beaten the Hound, Arya has gone one on one with Brienne and like um, to a stalemate. Arya has sense. not beaten the Hound. They, in it, no, she went to a stalemate with Brienne. And Brienne who has, has beaten the Hound. I see what you're saying. So if her skill is comparable to someone who could beat the Hound, maybe she has a shot at you know ducking and weaving and just stabbing the. But hound then it's like, can the, the Mountain the, even the die? Mountain. This is a I lovely. Call, I call him Zombie is, Mountain, by the this way. Is like this is a lovely theory. This is a lovely theory, Ben. But the Hound explicitly <laughs> said, "You know who's coming for you." He would not know Arya's coming for him. He knows his brother, know who he's tortured, for him. is alive. He's dumb. He's yeah, not alive. Yeah, he, kn- <laughs> he can't. The think. only person, yeah. and it, the Hound also prefaced it with, "You know who I am." And you know who's coming for you. I also love they the part where he's just other. like, "You're uglier than me now," or whatever. Uh, he's okay, <laughs> I would. Okay, I would love Clegane Bowl to happen. Still, I'd be cool with that. 
It's gonna yeah. happen, and it should have happened this past week. It's like I feel like the Hound <laughs> is one of the redeemed characters that I actually like. It's like a lot of the redemption stories I'm kind of iffy on, but him I'd be happy with. <laughs> well, it's like yeah, because he's made shitty decisions, but okay. it's never like he's never been like evil. It's just been well, selfish. he did steal from the farm girl Sarah or whatever her yeah. name is. Yeah, they were but gonna again, die anyways. Yeah, and that, that was doesn't his make mentality. it. We're all still... gonna die anyway, so can I just murder you? Yeah. Okay, he, but he's not. He's Come and not get like, me. He's not like Jamie, who we like, despite you know pushing oh, a child. You out want, a you want to talk about Jamie one. for a second? How but, about let's no. remember that he raped his sister over their like dead son's yeah. corpse. Like, it's like I'm. I can't. It's like I want like to cheer for him. On the one hand, I like Jamie. On the other hand, he's a rapist. On the on the one hand that he still has. Yeah, exactly. That one he used <laughs> to hold his, like cover his sister's mouth as she said no. Uh, you know, I'm not defending rape in this, but it just seems like that was some poor filmmaking. There, I mean, the the, the guys have said that that was not their intention. Poor film. How could it all. not be? She said no. Huh. She said no. He, or I, I even wrote it down because there was a part where uh, keep talking amongst yourselves. No, I mean, I know they made a. I, oh, I don't need this, your, these we, were the we quotes. All know what's she said, happen. "Stop it." Jamie said, "No, that's rape." Then later she says it's not right, and he says I don't care, which is rape. <laughs> but she was referring to where they were having it. Stop not it! The fact it's not that they were matter. talking it. about it where they're located. Doesn't it doesn't matter where it was? She said no. I understand. I understand the implications of rape. I'm just saying the creators of the show did not. And it's not, it's, I mean, it's what it came out as does come across as that. So it is their fault, but they, I mean, they clearly tried to clarify that that's not what they meant that to be. It's unfortunate that that's that's the way it came across. All right. Well, I don't think that, what I, all I'm saying is I don't think they want you to think Jamie is a rapist, but sadly, they they did some poor (laughs) filmmaking. It came across that way. What is it? Um, So Lauren, do you actually find... Do you find Cersei more likable or defendable than Jamie? Mm, no. You can't, what could you defend Cersei on? Nothing. But that doesn't mean she's I, not okay, Let's, let's think about here's, all the people she blew up at the end of last season. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But here's the here's the thing that I think... Well, here's one positive that I do want to take away from this last season. Um, I think they did a great job at really solidifying and very crystallizing... Or uh, crystallizing very well for the audience who Cersei is and what her motivations are. And I think they did that specifically in the scene between her and the say uh what was what was uh Prince Martel's wife Just Mama Alaria. Snake. What, was it Alaria? I think so. Just Mama no, or Snake. Or was that no that was his sister, yeah, wasn't Snake. it? It doesn't matter, we know who you're talking about. Okay, yeah, fair just, enough. Just keep so going. that scene when she was she had her chained in the dungeon and her daughter chained as well like she's giving this very stone cold um menacing type of speech and then you hear her voice crack when she starts talking about her daughter and she's like you took her away from me why did you do that and you you um what's oh shoot i'm forgetting the actress's name she needs to pick who she's gonna blame because she blamed Tyrion for that too she no, blamed Tyrion enough. for a lot of stuff that wasn't his yeah. fault. But the, Cersei's main motivation in all of this 
has been her family more so than But that's been her case forever. She's vocalized that multiple times throughout the show. No, for sure, but I think in terms of contrasting and providing a scene of tension between her being this strong, powerful, strong-willed woman who will stop at no ends to protect her family to a woman who's showing vulnerability to her adversary or opponent or enemy... That that was just a really powerful moment and scene for me in that in that little thing. Uh, I wish we had gotten my... to go back to them. It's like the daughter's probably dead. It would have been just a great moment to go back to the mom just sitting over her dead daughter because she kept she threatened her that she was going to keep her alive forever. Yeah, yeah, that it was weird that we didn't get any kind of like I don't want to say closure, closure but any it was follow closure. up on it. It's like that was one moment I actually really liked Cersei because there was a lot of. Um, just like revenge this season that felt really good and that was one of those moments yeah what is it speaking uh, speaking of revenge uh aria's cold open for yeah that was the best seven. oh my god just yeah when when she just poisons all of them and they're starting to just vomit all over the place oh that's <laughs> yeah the first i shouldn't say it but it's so beautiful just oh you little sociopath go get them all <laughs> She just the one daughter. She couldn't. She's like, no, wine's not for girls. I'm not gonna waste on you. Yeah. What'd she say? Tell them winter came for House Frey. Something, something like, like that. that. The oh, North remembers. That was, the North remembers. That was, yeah. That was so badass. Oh. Yeah, but I think I, th- that kind of hurt her arc a little bit in the long run. I'd for say the a season. lot hurt her arc. Because it, she, Zach, can you elaborate? Yeah. Well, she was because it showed the depths, uh, like how insanely psychotic she can be and willing to kill all of these people. Yeah, but and she's then, dedicated her life to a list of kills she's going to do. That's I understand <laughs> that, but the, the, she was at basically the extreme of the lengths at which she will go. And then it took her one sit down with Ed Sheeran in the next episode and she became a little bit more rational. It seems like one of the things that me and one of my friends talked about for a while is sort of the pace of the show and there are other articles as well like just sort of how everything was happening at once and like major events were happening right after another and it seemed like a show that focused for so long on building up this world and building up the characters now it seems to be only about plot to a certain degree and whether or not that changes the tone of it um and to a certain degree maybe the writers realize that or recognize that that's what the audience wants and so when you've got um, them that's a putting bummer in, if that's the case. Uh, to a certain extent, but like when you've got them being aware of things like Clegane Bowl and um, <laughs> introducing guest actors like Ed Sheeran for God knows what reason. <laughs> guest or, actors. Yeah. You know who it, it didn't bother me when they did it last season with Ian McShane because he just kind of fit in there. He just seemed to work. He played a character yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay, shots no, fired. Makes... It just felt weird because, like, <laughs> other than one you just mentioned, they haven't really been throwing big name actors into the show as it progresses. I'm not yeah, saying Ed Sheeran's a big name actor, but everyone knows who he is. So yeah, it just yeah. it threw me out. If I could, uh, if I could go back real quick to uh, Cersei, real quick. Has anyone else watched Game of Thrones? Or Game of Thrones. Has anyone else watched <laughs> House of Cards? <laughs> no. Um, no? Anyone? What is this Game of Thrones you speak of? Ah, uh, shut up, y'all. House of Cards? Anyone? <laughs> no one? Really? Nope. 
I've seen House of Cards. Have you? Are you <laughs> caught up fully, Zach? Okay. Why are you going to spoil and, stuff? I'm not going to spoil anything then. But me and my my friend Rashank, um, who I mentioned earlier, we were having this discussion of who's more sinister, Cersei or Claire Underwood. And as despicable as Cersei is, and as like cold-hearted as she can seem. I I think I would vote for Claire Underwood as being actually unless Claire sinister. Underwood has nuked somebody on the show since I haven't yeah, seen it. Like, I don't think she's more sinister than Cersei Lannister. That's what dude, I was gonna say dude, too. There's she a scene like in this past season that changes everything you know about Claire Underwood, in my opinion. So I'll let you did just, she I'll murder let you... million a million hundreds of thousands of people? Um, no, I guess not. Um, someone know, just, someone manipulating behind the scenes for their own gain is one thing but then just outright killing scores people. of people in a single blow <laughs> Zach, is I'm another in, I'm in such a precarious spot because I agree with you like obviously like killing so many people is one thing um, this specific scene that I was pointing to with Claire Underwood like even though, to a certain degree, it pales in comparison to what Cersei did at the set, um, was such an intense moment in House of Cards, and in just, in any show that I've watched before, that I was just like, is she really doing this? Is this about to happen? Like, it's a level of fucked upness that, um, Game of Thrones got a lot of crap for showing a lot of stuff. Um, I don't think there's ever been a scene like this thing I'm thinking of specifically in House of Cards in another TV show. And that and that scene pushes me in the clear underwood is worst category. So back to um, Game of Thrones. But yeah, <laughs> that, that's for another day. We'll we'll let the viewers decide. Um, do you do any of you guys like how do you feel about Cersei being pregnant? I don't believe her. I so think she's she's full of shit. I think if she <laughs> well uh, I so that was I don't know. She's she, I t- she texted me and she was just like, "Dude, Cersei she's playing, texted like, you." No, no. One of my coworkers texted me. She's like, "Dude, she's playing a game. She's trying to like manipulate Jamie." Blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh, I could totally see that after that first episode when we found." Well, it yeah, because the first thing she said to him was something like, "Now you can never betray me again." Yeah. <laughs> it's like way to way to play those cards and keep it close to the chest, there, Cersei. <laughs> I think I think what it is now though is I think it's building up to a more tragic ending for her like i we were talking ben we were talking earlier about how um the prophecy says she's only supposed to have three kids and they're gonna have they're all they're they're gonna have golden hair and their their crowns will be their death crowns or whatever and um and then her younger brother will kill her and so i think that was not set on the show by the way yeah it was Oh, it yeah, not. it was the witch. The witch. She dude. is not Melisandre, on the show. Yeah, she is, dude. They they showed a scene with her with they, Cersei when okay. she was younger. I didn't say that. I said they did not have the prophecy of her being killed was not on the show. That is only oh, from the oh, book. Oh, with the with the by uh by her younger brother. It's not in the show. It's in the book. Okay, but that doesn't but mean it can't the... happen on the show. But it's in the books. That's the oh, show. Oh, fair enough. But. But the prophecy about her kids is with the witch. Yes. That one was in there. Okay, gotcha. Um, I thought they were the same prophecy, though. They are. They just, it was from they the, just, it was from the they same just witch. Cut, they they just cut it out. 
Really? Okay. I don't. But so the thing, the thing too. uh, I I thought she I when I when she first said it, I thought she was full of shit. But her scene with Tyrion, where Tyrion kind of figures it out, it's like there's no reason for her to act. I guess yeah. She put her hand on her stomach. No, no. And she didn't drink. No, yes, that is the better tell. She's not drinking wine. You really yellow, don't think putting like, your hand on her stomach is a stronger indication of being pregnant? No, that is they, a fake. You, that is a. She's that is always a fake drinking. Tell, but seriously, I know, Lannister but back in the day, drinking. you didn't know wine was yeah. bad for babies. Yeah, but oh, we I'm, do. I'm pretty sure they Worse, did. But we, yeah, they they did somehow. Just it, <laughs> I mean, we're gonna like just. No, I still think she's trying to manipulate people because it's like maybe T- like Tyrion might feel bad for her if they have to kill her later if she has a baby. Oh, Tyrion knows if they have to kill her, he'll kill her. Like, he's he he's well aware. Re- real quick he- about Cersei, though, because I started re-watching the entire show uh, this week, um, and there's a scene right after, it's the episode, it, I guess it's the second episode, where Cersei's actually talking to Kat, and she talks about how um, she had a child that she lost once, um, to Robert, with Robert, and the child had, like, brown hair or whatever, and how, like, uh, Rob Brathen went, like, nuts and was, like, super mad and, like, was yelling at people when she lost a child. Is that... I, and when that, when she said that, I was just like, I don't remember this at all. Like, is that mentioned in the books, or was she lying to Kat, or, like, I have he... no idea, but I think... was it <laughs> but again, that's it's that same thing where no, but the, the kid died. The, Sorry, that's what so, I think. Yeah, the more so interesting part the of that died. argument. No, she so she could have like it could have been born dead. Like she basically gave like birth and it was born. dead there, yeah. and that's how that's how they could tell it had brown hair. I think it'd also be interesting if you could infer that Cersei killed the baby because it wasn't Jamie's baby. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Well, no, but that she's not supposed to have any kids by that prophecy. Like any other yeah, kids. but prophecies, prophecies, are prophecies aren't necessarily <laughs> true, and I think that's what's interesting is that well, that's like people could be like, well, you know, the the three eyed raven doesn't really exist. Well, he does. the The dragon dragons don't exist. They do. It's like all these things where it's like, ah, oh, that's that's made up. Yeah, but just because one thing is and true doesn't mean they're all true. But I'm just I'm just saying like everything they've been like, oh, that's mumbo jumbo. Just turns out to be real. Like, that's my point. I would I, think I would it would be a lot it. more interesting if Cersei um, died just saying F you to Drogon and <laughs> just got burned alive. And that was the end of her. Instead yeah, and maybe of... the witch was just lying because Cersei's always been an awful person. <laughs> and that oh, that brings back to my other thing. Jamie. He should have died oh, for sure. in that last scene with Cersei. That... Would have been such no, a he should have died moment. in that river when he sank to the bottom in no. heavy armor. <laughs> they shouldn't have even done that scene. But his death with Cer- with like if he was there with Cersei and the hound or the mountain killed him right there, that would have been so perfect. Like just yeah, and but then he can't come it. back and kill her next season. Yeah, but, but the thing is, that's they're keeping people alive. That's my biggest complaint in, in these past two seasons. They're keeping people alive, even though they're not relevant to the plot. That, um, like, like Bronn, Bronn should have died. Bronn should have died. Uh, Tormund should have died on the wall. 
He could have. Zach says he didn't, but it's I left doubt open. It. I doubt oh, it. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm yeah. doubting it too, but he could Jor- have. <laughs> Jorah, Jorah gets the, the cure for grayscale. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jon Snow literally comes back from the dead. I know that's last season, but it's that. In all past fairness, two with Torment, or not Torment, Jorah, it's like his. I'm glad he lived just so we can get all these like memes about him being jealous of John. It's like that's Sir that's, Jorah. that's the one good oh, thing that's come one, out of the incest. The best one, the best one I've seen is Sir Jorah, Lord of the House Friend Zone. It just <laughs> makes me laugh every time I see it. So, uh, my friend Rashawn shared with me an Atlantic article, which is talking about the same thing that you're saying, Ben. Like, this idea that this show, which was once so uh, intent on uh, destroying your uh, your notions expectations. of your expectations for what a show yeah. does with its main characters, um, is now actually, like, very, very gracious to them. And, like... Um, it compared it to Lost in terms of like having Deus Ex Machina's and just unanswered questions just to move the plot along and save certain characters. Like the Cold Hand's death, I think we all agree was pretty, pretty stupid and pretty unnecessary. Cold Hand um, death? What? Benjen. Yeah, Benjen. Uh, yeah. So Benjen, I just Benjen love thinking and, that Benjen's like hanging out behind the scenes, waiting for his moment to run in, and just like, just go Benjen and runs in the scene. Save everyone. But the so my my favorite comparison though is like it would be Jamie either the water sinking in the water or um, surviving his encounter with Cersei versus Ned Stark in season one. Yeah, yeah. No one was safe. Nobody. Everyone could have died. And now it's or like oh, we wedding. need to make sure. Exactly. It's like all these different things, and now it's just like we. I don't think we're ever going to get anything that. Yeah, I still think it even surprising. went up to the end of the last season. We still had like anyone could die, but this season has definitely changed that. But everybody, it's yeah. going to feel so less. It's going to feel overwhelming when they start do start killing everybody off next season in these battles. I mean, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I mean, I mean, I get, the, I, I get, the, I get the desire. To have all of the best players on the board still for when the fight yeah, no, I, fight I with the North too. starts, but maybe maybe they should have started the maybe the White Walkers should have show should have taken seven episodes for them to get across the wall, you know. I I mean that's yeah. The, I I I was really the the fact that that happened as the last thing of this season was not surprising to me but the fact that they didn't resolve the other side of things with cersei makes it i think that is shocking if i would have predicted anything this year it would that cersei would have been dead at this point now am i disappointed that she's still alive no because i think she is easily one of the top three most compelling characters on the show and i love lena hetty and i'm i love her angle going forward and i like you said jamie not dying was bullshit it's not bullshit but <laughs> it's bullshit but jamie jamie is definitely the per- his story is the one i am far and away the most interested in seeing that plays oh, out yeah. next season his is the only one that i don't feel like i know where it's going exactly yes. he's gonna go to Tyrion and be like what's up guys i'm here to help <laughs> Like that's. I think John. But no, but die. everybody but he, in the north wants him dead. Though. He's gonna be there Danny to wants lend him. Dead. him he's gonna be there to lend him a hand. Mm-hmm. Sorry, sorry. I, I would he love. He still needs Jamie. to be the younger brother that kills Cersei. 
I would love for him to get his his hand back somehow, and then we get to see Jamie in his full fighting. What you think? Form. He, I know there's magic in this show, but his hand back? I don't know. Maybe Anything the, could happen. The red, the red queen could bring, or the red woman can bring John back from totally dead. Maybe she can, you know. Well, yeah, but she's it. not. She's not on location maybe, anymore. Maybe, they could animate could her. Maybe she just animate like animate his golden I, hand. It just would work. Or or attach a White Walker hand to his, or give so him something that works. Kind of, kind of on the thread that we've been talking about. Um, so Max Landis. Um, who uh, wrote chrono- co-wrote co- Chronicle and what was the other one again? American Ultra. Uh, um, and also uh, Dirk Gently's something something Detective Agency. Um, is that any good? I need to watch it. I've I've heard I've heard a lot of good things, but again, I'm not sure. Oh, and also did the whole Death and Return of Superman, which is a great YouTube video you should check out. Um, but he had a great tweet after that last episode that said Littlefinger was the last Game of Thrones character on Game of Thrones. Rest in peace. And I think that I think that points to like sort of how the death of Littlefinger was sort of Game of Thrones now giving into this more traditional story arc of good versus evil, whereas Littlefinger was this last character who was just like he was a wild card, like a, he was completely selfish and only for himself, and there was nothing really noble about anything he did because everything he did was just a step in moving his agenda yeah. forward. Yeah, thank and God he, was he died. Pretty, but he, yeah, he was no. pretty inco- He should have died seasons ago. No. He's well, Here's I, the here's think... the problem that I have with his death. Again, one, it changes the tone of Game of Thrones now. And two, I they don't tra- think so. They treated him so inconsequentially this entire season. And so when they did kill him, a lot of my coworkers or friends were like really happy that he was finally dead cuz he's such a piece of shit. But I also <laughs> wasn't so like I wasn't I wasn't happy that he was dead because the oh, entire I time I was like, I have no idea what the fuck he's been doing this entire season anyway. So either you okay, kill him off gone. now, or he's going like, to be on the throne in the end. He's been he's been trying to play Sansa and Arya off each other the whole season, and this is a guy who's been doing that for decades. But and he, he gets outsmarted, and it's like, yeah, but, yeah, and I, I, I don't, don't buy it for a second. Oh yeah, I'm glad yeah, he died, but they didn't Sorry. do it well. Like, yeah, like I, you like, know, you know what someone as smart and manipulative as Littlefinger would do? He would go sit in his fucking castle that is impenetrable and let all this fucking blow over yeah, and then just walk onto the Sansa, throne. Man. Yeah, well, penises are a bad thing. <laughs> and that's the That's why Jesus. he smiled about not having one. Oh, that was awful. That was one of the worst <laughs> things I've ever seen on that. I knew it was coming. Theon and I was like, died. really? Just You're going to do that joke? That's the joke. No, I want him to save Yara. I like Yara. Yeah, they should have done that. I wish they should have we... done that this season because they're just going to have all this stuff about the White Walkers and then cut away to that. Yeah, like, I don't I mean, care about the Greyjoys anymore. Theon, I don't think he can really redeem himself. Oh no! Unless unless he dies, like willingly gives his life to save children and, that he no, killed save in the first Yara. season. Save or season. <laughs> no, here's what they're going to potentially set up. I think. I think Euron's going to bring the golden company over and then oh, that was another I, thing first, okay, go on. first of all that was who stupid the fuck is the golden company they're, yeah, they're mercenaries over like, on the other continent yeah and that's the thing if everyone's so afraid of of these white walkers why not just move over where they are like this other continent just be like, they want to rule this it, one i'm leaving but there's like zombies on it yeah but the the, the <laughs> long night reached um essos and 
which means the water could freeze yeah, over. Yeah, it's like there's, they could there's get over no. There. Plus, oh, they can just okay, walk across fair. the bottom that's of fair. the water. How'd they get the chains on the dragon? With their yeah. with their chains, which I still love. It's like there must have been one who's like, ah, you guys thought I was stupid for carrying these chains with me everywhere I went. <laughs> well, that's I think the jokes it would talk be about the jokes on you too. guys. Hold on, friends. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, you have completely blown past what I was talking about. I think a really great way they could open the season is with, oh, I guess it'd have to be an episode two because Euron would have to come back. But I think it'd be interesting if Euron was like, no, really, for real now, I'm leaving. I'm going to go hang out on my island. Yeah, exactly. And I think it would be cool if you, at the same time that uh, Theon gets there to try to save Yara, he can sacrifice himself to get Euron, uh, to get her Yara, Yara out and she can contribute to the end game. And he can die, but at the same time, it could use that as an opportunity to show... I mean, actually, well, I guess the Night King could just start burning everything if he really wanted to. But it would be interesting to show the can-they-walk-on-water thing underwater, or they could show them freezing the island, the water around the island, to kind of get rid of that That would be interesting to see. argument. needs so, to go away and die quietly. I like Yara. Uh, yeah. I don't. He killed little children Yara, for Yara, his own gain. Yara. Oh, Yara. Yara. Yeah, Yara. I like her, uh, but Theon, and unfortunately, I like. and unfortunately, she has no chance with her lady friend anymore because she's... Yara we don't know if she, she could save her. Yeah, she's hey, still alive. She's, no, I'm talking about she's like... She wanted to get with... Uh, yeah, she's still alive. Yeah, the Sand Snake Danny, lady. Danny, she can still get No, I'm talking, about, I'm talking about Danny. She wanted to get with oh, Danny, oh. too. Oh, hey, John can now, die. Danny and can she's, get it. And she's currently sleeping with her nephew, which... I still think John should have died this season. Uh, oh, real, real quick, what do we say about... Did we like the redemption of Theon and Reek? Because I, I kind of did, but I had a... I don't... I mean, I, I don't, like I don't not, mind him it's not complete. put on it's a not noble complete. path. I just feel like people forgotten yeah. all he's done. He did that oh, no, I, like That's what I'm saying. There's no way unless he's the dead. Stark. Just that one little thing, um, but I agree he's not as compelling to me as. But I know a lot of book readers who have read the book that think Theon Reek is one of the most compelling characters from the books. Yeah, I read the books. Well, I'm not saying you're. It's everyone, <laughs> but I'm just. I have heard people make the argument that his his story is one that they are very much invested in. The show so might I not have handled that as well, but. No, I think they did a good job it. with it. I just don't mm-hmm. agree with it because I remember what he did in season two takes one thing a guy kills two kids and he can never be redeemed well, no, I he totally, did it so I totally... that to save himself it's like i why should i forgive him killing kids he did it to so save I the think... starks i'm joking by the way Lauren, i didn't I hear think, what you uh, said sorry <laughs> i think that's a good point i think someone else i was talking oh i think i was having a conversation with the co-director of whose streets on twitter about this whole thing like how is it that Humble he suddenly brag. gets yeah, I was gonna say someone how, keeps name dropping today. How does he? Well, he didn't. He did name drop. He just said the director. Uh, I'll. I'll he vaguely sorry, I'll name Google dropped. Her name. I'll, I'll Google her name. Sorry. Um, <laughs> you don't know her name. Sa- Saba. No, hold on. Saba Folayan. Fol- oh, gosh, I don't. This I, is I going great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyways, she co-directed Who Streets. Go see Who. Streets. She's gonna block anyway. you. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, she was talking about like this. Like, are we, she said the exact same thing you did. Are we just going to forget what he did in the previous seasons? And I think if anything... Wait, you were talking to her about Theon? Yeah, we were talking about Game of Thrones. Um, and 
I said, if anything, that just highlights or emphasizes sort of the nature of who Jon Snow, a.k.a. Aegon fucking Tar- Targaryen, like, is. Aegon, like, is, that's such a dumb name. <laughs> he is, uh, he is this, he is this leader who brings out the absolute good in everyone. And that conversation, that forgiveness and grace that Theon got from Jon, like, is the thing that put him on the noble path that um, Zach was mentioning earlier. And I think it emphasizes this future tension between John, who is this leader who has been probably the moral center of the show since uh, since Rob and since Ned were uh, since killed. day one. No, John has since always day, been yeah. the no, most arguably since day since day one. John, but John a character and Ned, who, yeah, but who has no, never but Ned Ned's a liar, and now we know in hindsight. Yeah, he did yeah, it to no, save yeah, but Ned's, a, Ned's a liar for like noble reasons, though, Zach. So I just um, yeah, yeah. There's a difference. There's a difference between lying to save someone and telling the truth. To He's a just, liar. Well, John was so honest that everybody. Oh, I don't know. Everyone. It's like everyone. Everyone in that episode where John is basically like, "I already bent the knee to Daenerys." Everyone is just like, just. Just fib, just or don't even mention it. For, okay. for fuck's yeah, sake! Yeah, well now they're gonna see what it's Hold like on. to be lied to when Cersei doesn't Hold show on. up. Here's oh. the best thing I think about that moment. Um, and people were talking about the political commentary in that quote. Um, for people who don't remember, Ew. it goes when enough people make false promises, words stop meaning anything, and then there are no more answers, only better and better lies. And again, within the context of the show, highlights the moral superiority that John has to pretty much everyone else on the show. Which will bid hopefully build a tension between who should really be on the Iron Throne. Should it be Danny, who's been fighting for this pretty much the entire show, or should it be John, who hasn't been fighting for leadership and authority, no. but maybe actually and is he, entitled to it? But and outside he, he of is show, the most entitled. The best. The best. Yeah, but, but he, he doesn't, doesn't want. It. That's the thing, which <laughs> is great. Okay. But the best part of this, Danny, Danny, Danny dies, and John. No, I say John no, sacrifices Danny himself dies. for Danny. Danny. No, I th- I think Danny dies, and then John, having a noble, a rightful claim to the throne, will turn it down in honor of creating a new form of succession. Wint, which Tyrion creates. With I say Danny that. in the next that'd couple be interesting. episodes. That that would be stupid. Did anybody see the Scott Pilgrim? John Snow. Oh no! What it. It was, uh, he was a John, but now he is Aegon. just Aegon. <laughs> That's man, talk about failing. Oh upward. my god, <laughs> John! It's like he lost the Battle of the Bastards. He got killed, and somehow he's gonna be at the top of it all. <laughs> One of my things, my Rashank again. He uh, as soon as that, as soon as we found out that he's an, uh, he's Aegon, his name's Aegon Targaryen, he was on his phone and looking up, and he just looked over at me and whispered, there have been a lot of fucking Aegons in this world. And yeah, there have. Yeah. yeah, he's like the eighth yeah. Aegon Targaryen or something. It's a, it's well, a pop- I mean, they're incestual, yeah. they might as well reuse their names yeah, it too. Looks like, mm-hmm. It looks like the Targaryens are continuing that tradition unintentionally. Uh, mm-hmm. Unsubscribe! Say, do not want! <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
I gotta was say, like, I was I was a little thrown off when I saw when Rygar looked so like much. I mean, he looked the way he probably he should, so but like I never Viserys. pictured Rygar as some wispy blonde-haired dude. But that's what her brother looked like. I know, I know, he, I know. But for whatever reason, I that that was not how I pictured him at all. I thought it was looking also, more heroic. Yeah, and also that was one of my favorite moments from the oh, finale. Oh, hundred percent. The way they use brain. How the, I hope we get a lot more of that. I wish we would have got it this season. Where they're like talking about something and Bran's like, hold on, and we just flash to where that's he is. That's kind of that, annoying though, because they can fix every problem they've ever had. Like, well, actually. But that also highlights a huge weakness in in Bran because he's supposed to be this omnipotent like being, right? But he he yeah, has to. Yeah, he has to. He can't. He can't know it all until yeah, he thinks. He has to, to know see where it. to look. So that's that's an interesting yeah. thing. I didn't even think about that like, at I, first. Like I'm gonna like I was listening to um, I hate it but I love it podcast this week and they were talking about they called uh, one of the girls on that show called Bran um, the medieval ass Jeeves. <laughs> <laughs> like I got a good laugh at that because yeah it's like you have to ask him before he thinks to look at it. I will say and then he'll I have think an answer that for you. Mo- that scene between Sam and Bran, I was kind of pissed off that they gave Sam that moment of like aha instead oh, of like, Gilly. It should have been Gilly. Like yeah. I don't know. It's like he didn't hear her say that. So like off screen somewhere, did they have another scene where she was like, "You didn't hear me before, but I was saying yeah. this." Before you, blah. before you yelled at How me, I dropped this it? plot bombshell right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. God. <laughs> That's how I. No, that was one of the things that I was most frustrated about this show. It's like so many scenes happened off screen. Like we were talking about Sansa and Arya earlier. It's like I would have loved to have seen them figuring it out. Like we just knew that they were like kind of leaning towards hating each other and then they're working together suddenly it's like when did that happen but they wanted the surprise for it and like we're losing substance for like so i game stuff i will say not in direct response but npr has also been doing a fantastic job with their weekly write-ups of it and the writer for uh that's been doing it for the last episode said something really kind of funny in defense of the fast pace that kind of has been neglecting all that kind of scene building and environment building that you're kind of mentioning, uh, Lauren, and said something along the lines of, like, people who are complaining about the new, like, pace of Game of Thrones, I fully expect to be the type of people who don't fast travel in Skyrim. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) yeah, I guess you got a point there, like... I didn't mind it. We don't know how much time happened between It's about the journey, not the destination, guys. (laughs) I just thought it was funny because it's like everyone had teleportation except for Sam because <laughs> he leaves the place and it takes him like three episodes to get back to yeah. the north. What happened in the third episode? Does anybody know off the top of their head? I was wasn't just that, myself. Uh, I was wasn't trying that to figure out. Danny and Johnny? No, yeah. And then I go, no. Is that the big moment? That was Casterly Rock, wasn't it? When they took Casterly Rock and then no. and then Olena. I don't know. Wasn't that the... No, that was the fifth... The, the, no. That was the... The fourth episode, the fifth the episode. Queen's Justice. No, because the fifth. Um, yeah, no, so no, it was fifth right. ep- no, you're right. Because they already yeah. had. No, you're right. They already yeah. had the. They had the gold in the fourth one. The fourth one was, was Danny killing episode. everything with the dragon. So what was the fifth one? Um, the fifth that one. was Danny. That was Danny showing up with. Uh, that was no. That was the fourth one. So that was that was when they. So fifth one ends with them going over the wall. Yeah, that was when they first decided to. Yeah. Okay. I was just trying to, I mean, for a show with only seven episodes, I had a hard time figuring out 
two episodes what even happened in them. Yeah. I thought that was kind oh no, of like the first episode, I could nothing happened in that episode. It's like, but I really liked the first episode. I <laughs> yeah, think that except, was it's like I was just it's like no wonder everything was like just crammed together and then they had like 10 minutes of sam like mixing soup and poop in a montage <laughs> and then and then they improved upon and it. then he left three episodes they improved later. upon it with like the the cutaway to the 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 pod i remember i texted oh. i texted you guys and i'm like well at least at least they can't do a thing anything gro- more gross okay. than Oh and, the, and, oh, and then they did grayscale like, the next well, episode. <laughs> well, guys, let me prove you wrong. <laughs> I will say, though, that first episode, the last five minutes, which was literally just Danny coming to the shores of Dragonstone and, like, um, walking behind the map that Aegon built. And, it was, and there was, like, no... There no, was zero uh, dialogue. There was no dialogue, yeah. Until the end where she shall we begin? Shall, shall we ready begin? to start yeah. or something. And yeah, then it cuts to credits. It's like, oh you son God, of a bitch. So <laughs> At that moment, I was just like, this is... That's how you end a season. <laughs> or start a season. <laughs> like, I think... Yeah, it was... I don't know. That's, house, like, that's the House of Cards season two season finale. Oh, yeah, where he knocks on the desk. Yeah. <laughs> um... <clears throat> yes. Oh, we, we all just stopped talking. How do we? How uh, do we feel well, about? I thought you had something to say. Like how do we feel about the dragons? The the ice dragon. I mean, we knew it. I, people knew it. Oh no! Let's no. I I got what we can yeah, talk let's, about. Let's have let me John. let me rant about that. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Zach, this is your favorite episode of the series, right? So the oh, sixth, definitely. the sixth episode, the Beyond the Wall episode, was. The only time I've ever been angry with the show. And uh, I have to say, I did enjoy the banter between the crew as they were walking north. Um, the Suicide Squad? Yeah. Yes. And then I also enjoyed... I also enjoyed the uh, Sansa and Arya stuff. Oh, I did uh, not like That it. was going on up until that point as well. Uh, I was enjoying all of that, but I think this goes to also what... Uh, Ben was talking about earlier with not killing people was a very unfortunate turn of events for this show this season. Uh, I felt that way with the, the the loot train battle is the official name of when Danny mm-hmm. showed up. Um, I was I was ready for Bronn to die, and I was on the edge of my seat as much as I was at Hard Home during that battle. But at the and nobody dies in Hard Home if I believe correctly. No one major, but. Um, I think it earned it at that point. That was okay. Um, that was over was two seasons home? ago. That's the battle with John and where he kills the White Walker for the first time. Oh. Um, it, it was just an insane. That is still the top action scene in my books. Mm. The show has produced. I would say for me, it's um, the uh, the not Blackwater. Uh, bat- no, Battle of the Bastards is still my favorite. That just. I think that has some uh, great amazing moments in it but i think it got a little convoluted at the end but man i'm still on. mad at rickon for that just zigzag man <laughs> you don't know if uh how good an archer ramsey was so um, clearly he was really good he hit well, him he hit him moving in a but straight I, line like you're you're right just but zigzag. i can't i can't it's like watch him shoot the arrow and then move Zach, you can't get a word out i can't argue <laughs> yeah. i can't believe that the show was thought that was the best way to handle the climax for um, 
the the north of the wall episode where we're just we're literally going to hit pause on everything that's happening so we can move the pieces to get to the ending that we have to have at this point well that was Uh, the whole season i don't know if that's necessarily true but i think there's a lot of a lot a lot of things i mean the first half of the season was great with them completely flipping the script with cersei just getting win after win after win and then, yes, that gets erased when Drogon comes over to Westeros for the first time. <laughs> but I think that was a well-deserved and monumental turn for the show. And I think Jamie conveyed that quite well yeah. on the show as well. Can I, but the, can I say one? The, one okay. second. Sure. Just, no, go ahead. You said win after win after win. She did have one loss, in my opinion, was uh, Olena Tyrell just you know getting that last little stab in there with. Yeah, yeah, yeah I great. killed you, boy. Yeah, but she didn't. She didn't give a fuck. She, she, Cersei didn't care. I mean, she, she, she'll go to bat for how much she loves her kids. But I think she's. I don't. I don't think she, she doesn't. Obviously, doesn't care. She still. Who yeah, did she it. still blames. She's going to use it, it to whatever means she can to, to benefit her in the long run. Yeah, she but, didn't care what she did to Tommen. Yeah, she said throw him on the sept with everybody else. I, Tommen isn't even buried with the other kings. I don't think. Um, but for the, the show, the show, you cannot tell me that that episode North of the Wall would not have been more compelling if one by one they were getting picked off by the oh, Night yeah, King. Oh yeah, they definitely should have had more people dying. And, 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 you know, and if somebody, if Tormund would have actually died when he should have died, that would have gone a long way to making me less upset with, with what was playing out. But I say if you didn't. have John survive, everyone else should have died. Well, apparently there is a uh, the the story. Uh, there is a prophecy story passed down from legend that that's exactly what does happen. Is that the prince who was promised goes north of the wall to try to find the children of the forest and everybody with him, including his dog, who could have been the hound that doesn't exist instead of ghost, died that's in the actually, process. That's in the books you said. Uh, crazy yes that is one of the yes um so i think a lot of book people thought that's where the show might be going but it didn't go there it didn't kill anybody except thoros and who and cares to- yeah, was he hey, top hey hey it also yes. killed no i like thoros i like thoros yeah don't forget the dragon okay but viserion was a character that had next to no screen time on the show and i did not care about him at all just because he was a cool dragon doesn't mean I should care about him. In that you moment. cried during the, the petting scene. scene. You should if you're any kind of nerd. Because Drogon and John are characters that I care about. Viserion was not. No, they're dragons. All three are dragons. That isn't that, being a dragon does not mean I care about no, you. No, but that might. You have to. And be I, built think, up. I think Amelia Clark did up. not. Whether it was bad acting or bad writing, the way that they could have shown the importance of Viserion, despite his lack of screen time, was with an emotional reaction from Amelia Clark, And they didn't show that. Yeah, I would say at first it Which was I, just shock. I like, totally, she didn't yeah, have I time totally to think get. about it because she was still risk of dying. But when she was at the top of the wall, it's like, she felt like she was, it made it seem like she was more concerned about John than her child. Exactly. Yeah, and I think if they would have had this on... delayed reaction where she just breaks down suddenly. She should have had a breakdown. Yeah, you're right. That would have been amazing, but they yeah. didn't. I mean, yeah. they just 
had her play it, it stone It was very much a Cersei reaction to children dying. <laughs> but I think, I think that would have made... That's awful. The, I think what would have earned the viewer's reaction and could have gained more sympathy from my end is if Viserion was, like, just roasting dudes for that scene. Like, he came in, they didn't give him a hero moment to take him out of it. All I can't he was tell just, the dragons or, that much Or apart. if they had done something well, like... Well, that is part of the problem as like well. Like, maybe if Viserion, when Viserion lands, instead of immediately breaking through, it's like he kind of struggles or something. Like, you see him in pain, just kind of... Well, yeah, I mean, that's sympathetic, but I, I would... I, I, that Seeing a wounded creature is one thing. I mean, like, giving us a reason to feel the loss other than he's cool dragon... I would, well, that's I why I asked you earlier if you would have, if it had been like ghosts that died in that episode. I would have been crushed. It more. I would have been crushed. Yeah, I wish they would. They just need to bring ghosts back. Uh, yeah, it was really weird that ghost was not in this season. Budget's only big enough for dragons, no. guys. Like, why not just show him How walking about instead around of the bear? We get ghosts. Oh, I love that bear. That was super scary. So did I, but I'd rather have ghosts. <laughs> I didn't like the zombie bears that much either. I didn't think that was a very well... I also thought the action was piss poorly shot in that episode 6 as well. Um, it was just a lot of close-ups of actors hacking away at blue screen. It, well, I think know, it, it made it look like it was hopeless. Like, it was just so chaotic. Like, they're just... Hopelessness would have been better conveyed by them. Like, the t- circle close, slowly getting tighter... And I feel like they only had a couple wide shots in that whole... I only okay. remember having a couple wide shots as, as to reflect Oh, that. no! We also had Benjen die, right? Maybe. Who? Yeah, exactly. Benjen. Um, <laughs> Gendry. He ran all the way back to the <laughs> Hey, wall. don't be messing up Gendry. Gendry's my favorite. I secretly want oh. Gendry to yeah, end up Gendry, on the Gendry Iron. Gendry back is, is back? really fucking are they, weird. Are they like, going to like, give him a hammer that's like made out of dragon glass so he can just smack shit with that it? Be Probably. So, yes. like, uh, he's, I want it all. Uh, give it to me. But I don't know why we need a character we know about that can come back and forge special weapons. Like... We don't need to. We didn't need to spend ten minutes watching Theon get knocked in the balls. We don't need to spend time watching. Uh, he didn't have balls. Gendry. That was the point. Gendry that was the point, Zach. Weapons. He didn't have balls. Unless they end up with, like Gendry being a legitimate option for being on the throne, and also bringing Gendry back doesn't make sense, especially when Littlefinger oh, yeah, is he dead. Who is the one person? who might find a way to manipulate that situation. Gendry coming back is another way of the show appeasing the audience. Yeah. It's giving us it's giving us it's giving us what we want, not what we need. Except I didn't want him back. I don't need him back. <laughs> I would have liked more Podrick. So, to be honest, I, I miss I yeah, miss him. I like Podrick way more than Gendry. <laughs> okay, while we're talking about this episode, what do you guys think about the theory that uh this was all like a plot of the Night King to get the, uh, Danny there. I mean, it kind of makes sense because he just happened to have three giant icicles. So yeah, and chains. I, yeah, I don't like that because I think that lends credence to the theory that the Night King is Bran and he sees well, everything. That's where it seems like it's going to, but it's like, why? I don't know. He needed a dragon to get through the wall. The only way to get a dragon is to get Danny there. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure if the show will get into any more, like... I would like to see the show get into more uh, backstory to the Night King and who he was as a human first, but 
the idea of it being a trap or it being brand. No more time for that. They blew their yeah, chance to do that. I like I still it. think like I don't want it to it's be not, brand, just, but I would not be surprised at all sense, because there's though. no other reason for him to be here other than to have him reveal everything so we don't have to have other scenes. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me for him to be brand though. I don't know. It just Oh, it totally does. He has no emotion anymore. He might see being the Night King as the one way to save everyone, and it goes horribly I think, wrong. I think Bran is going to take over Viserion and be the game, uh, yeah, be a game changer. Yeah, I've heard that, too. Oh, I, like he I warps that, into... I think that's going to be his That's gonna be his big final Well, and like they, they mentioned that um, we one of the scenes that we haven't seen yet is that scene of the dragon flying over uh, King's Landing, and the idea that... Um, the former three-eyed raven said you won't walk again but someday you'll fly or whatever like well he's been as crows yeah he's been right fine okay. but, but so that but that's perfect too because then we have we have three dragon riders essentially you have john riding one danny riding the other and then uh bran is just warging into the last one oh but everyone wants Tyrion to fly on one what do you guys think what do you guys I think, think about Tyrion being a secret targaryen what do you think of that Tyrion? I don't think they're going to do it now. I think, I, I think that would be I, not one way or the other. On I it. think. I also think it would have been silly to just have him. Hey, you're a target. You're a target. You're a target. Yeah. Everyone, you're a target. Yeah. 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 yeah, it's just yeah. I think it would be too weird if we have all these different. It's like okay, here's another Baratheon. Here's another Targaryen, and just like keep popping them up. It's like we have enough enough royal bloodline shit going on. Let's just get to the White Walker stuff. Did I tell you what I the one thing I want to see in season seven with John, how he takes out the white the night you mean king? Season eight, whatever. Yeah, that's when he dies. I think they need to have John on um, Rhaegar fly above the night king and Viserion, and John pulls a jumps off one dragon onto the other dragon. And brings oh, no. brings his Valerian <laughs> sword right down on top of the Night King. Oh, it kills both of that them. That would be Here's fucking amazing. It kills both of them. It could I go through both of them and then. As yeah. opposed to Benjen saving John from uh, <laughs> them, I would have loved for Rhaegar to fly back and John to board Rhaegar and then fly the f out of there. I think that would have been a more compelling. Yeah, but they did. They, that would have been completely unearned as well because the two had not even interacted. Once. Did it, oh, was it Drogon that he was? Yeah, oh, yeah that was Drogon. Yeah. But I mean, couldn't Danny just be like go? Go save him. Go pick him up. And then... Also, that... that, but, that but he died. The... He had to die. Who had to die? The dragon. Well, we can't have all three dragons till the end of the No, time. no. But, we're, but what I'm saying is, like, it, it could, like a dragon swooping down to save John, that would have been alright, because Danny... Oh, I thought you said that the one who fell into the ice would be alive and come back out and just, take him just away. Just be totally okay. Oh. No, no, no. Uh, no. What is it? Rhaegar? Rhaegar I is think its it name? Would have been... Rhaegon? Rhaegon. Rhaegar is They're the... all on Yeah, it's Rhaegon because okay, it's so named Rhaegon after Rhaegar. The... Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But Rhaegar, could, like, Danny could have just done, like, her, you know, go go pick him up to Rhaegar, and he could have... Or Rhaegon. Just blown down, gotten John, good to go. Yeah, but the Night King was still throwing stuff. Yeah, man. well, he missed with one of them already, so... Yeah, but you want to risk your other That's dragons? Fair. For, well, Rhaegon got the fuck out. Viserion <laughs> yeah. died, and he was like, "I am." Yeah. He's gonna be like, "Whoa, you're out of my range. Can't hear you, mom." <laughs> um, I thought I was for a half second in that episode, and this would have totally redeemed the episode 
is if John died and then he was a white riding Viserion working for yeah, the Yeah, I Night still King. I've heard theories that he's that would have been the, awesome. The ice dragon stuff. That would have been I fucking think, awesome. I think there's no way honestly I think Danny is more fair game to die more so than John is. I think this the way this hey. show has no, I still say John it's, dies. But the show has literally brought John back from the dead before. That's yeah, how important he is. Once, it doesn't mean they get so to do I, it. It's not I Buffy. Think, he gets one I time. Think <laughs> the thing that I loved about this season, or and the show in general, is that I think it's the best iteration of this classic kind of storyline or structure um, that we've seen times and times before. It's the structure of like um, sovereignty and absolute morality, or more, yeah, more morality coming from. Uh, a surprising place so it's a story of a boy in a cupboard finding out he's like this magical chosen one or like a boy in an iron mask figuring out he's the rightful throne uh, or rightful heir to like the throne of France or whatever or like the idea of like even if you talk about like the freaking bible like what good can come from Nazareth is this idea that out of like this place that you least expected and you wouldn't even think there's this person who has ultimate claim to sovereignty and at the same time is the moral authority above everyone else and i think that's what they've been teasing with all the man i'm putting money on it now john dies i don't, uh, I don't know i think i'll take that bet i don't know i'm also taking harry potter over game of thrones at this point <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here for first or luke skywalker oh yeah or like even that, until yeah until luke really throws a wrench in things in episode eight as it seems to be <laughs> hey while we're talking about the dragon coming back, so how did the White Walker in the first or second season come back in John's room? Because this made it seem like the Night King had to touch people to turn them. It wasn't a White Walker. Um, was he a White it, it Walker? White. Well, what's the difference? No, I think he was a White. What's the difference? The, de- no, the well, White Walkers are like well, the actual one, yeah. like, evil guys that are like... The White is the anim- reanimated zombie yeah. guys. I just don't. Th- but was the body they brought back of a white or one of their own people? It was a. It was a Night Watch guy. Hmm, that's an excellent point. Was he dead when they found him? I, I, I honestly I, don't remember. Okay. This is something that just came to me right now. Well, so. John can tell us when he gets to the episode. And <laughs> yeah, John. Guys, I'm only on episode two of the entire show. <laughs> Why would you? Where you watch it now? You're gonna have two years to rewatch these. No, it's you're true. not gonna remember everything. That yeah, happened. well, with how long it takes him to get through things, he'll be fine. That's probably true. We just better hope a couple of seasons of Atypical don't come out soon. <laughs> and then, all right. So I guess <laughs> yeah. we're wrapping up then. Um... Sure. <laughs> no, no. That anybody have any final thoughts? That was just me getting mad at uh, you guys. Let me check all my notes. In my face all the time. Huh? That was just brought it up on yourself, my friend. What, one of these days, we're going to get Kier's Gilchrist on the show as a guest, and you will rue the day, folks. You will rue the freaking day. Exactly. He's, you keep he, throwing out... I think you're making people up. He's the star up. of Atypical. You guys... Oh. <laughs> I can't wait till we get Johnny McNamick on the show. It's going to be great. Um, I can't wait till we get Oprah. Oprah. <laughs> ben, are you still yeah, alive? Yeah, I'm here. Do you have anything else to share? Uh, No, I think that's it for me. John. John and Danny are gross. Gendry 2018. Oh, I'm all about... I'm totally fine with that. What, incest? On th- in this occasion, oh. sure. 
But, okay, I will say, I was like, we couldn't go, we couldn't finish one episode in this entire fucking series where there wasn't an incestuous couple. It's like, it's like what? Do they just have to throw a kid out a window for you to slam? Like, like Cer- for you to be against Cersei incest? Cersei and Jamie broke up, and I'm like, yay, no more incest. And then 20 minutes later, <laughs> God Jamie, damn it. Jamie and, Jamie and Cersei don't even bother me that much. I'm not thinking it's about this incestual it. stuff on my Because you've become show. accustomed to it. But they're. But it's happening right in front of your face. Why are you not thinking about it? I don't know. Wait, okay. They're just love. They're just in love. I, that's one thing I will say about Jamie and Cersei. Like, it actually makes your story compelling. Is that there have there does seem to be some sort of legitimate romantic love there that they're feeling. John and Danny. I think yeah. the way that I think from one side. Yeah. Oh, what are the odds that um, Jamie and Brienne sleep together next season? There's so uh, many. Lo- there's Tormund so many love happens. triangles. Give me a percent. There's Tormund, Brienne, Jamie. There's Tormund is not a real love triangle. <laughs> You're not in a love triangle when only one person is interested. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, uh, let's talk about every love triangle ever. Then there's there's yeah, but Brienne's not awful. coming around. There's Jorah, Danny, uh, John, and actually maybe Tyrion. Like uh, Dario, I will say, Dario that's not a legitimate still, love triangle. Dario is uh, just can't wait for him across the way in Essos. I think I think I think Danny might love Jorah. Oh man, I forgot Jorah knows she can't marry. I forgot she doesn't love him that way. She said this wow. much. I forgot that he was like a person. That's sad. No, Dor- Dario yeah. or whatever. He might come back with the I bet the uh, mercenaries. Yeah, I, I think it'd be really interesting if Dario has joined the Golden Company. Well, he's oh, not, yeah, he's totally coming back. If he's going to do the Golden to be the leader of the Golden Company, that would be really yeah. interesting. I would enjoy that. So wait, so who do we all think is actually going to end up on the Iron Throne? Um, I don't care, and I'm not making a prediction. I don't know, but I don't think it's John. Ben? Uh, to be honest... Maybe everyone's I just mean, dead. Honestly, I think John. It's going to be Littlefinger. I th- okay, so Ben it's thinks be- it's John. I think it's John too. Arya as Littlefinger. I think it's John, but I'm 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 pulling for Gendry. <laughs> no. okay, I'm pulling for Gendry. I don't think the sh- I don't think the show. I think the show's more interesting if none of the major players are no, on the show. Are in that's the fair enough. Yeah. It's going to be <clears throat> Nymeria. Yes, and her wolf. Her wolf pack. <laughs> She's going to have a hand of the king with a little, there's going to be a little wolf with the hand badge on it. Oh or my it's going to be like a Someone literal hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, someone's got to bite it off and they just sew it on there. Oh my gosh. That's great. Yeah. That, that was my final thing. The, the return of Nymeria was completely like, it didn't live up for me. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. I hope they I co- they're going to come back. I thought it was a great callback. She better to like... come back. If that was just like, hey, we remember Nymeria's here. We'll give it to you, but we also don't want her, so she's going to leave again. They're going to come back. Yeah, if they have the budget. They're not going to have Nymeria if they can't do ghosts. They have an infinite budget. They can do whatever <laughs> the F they want on this show. Except bring ghosts. They so they just money except see, let us see ghosts, apparently. Well, apparently well he is a he ghost. Wasn't relevant <laughs> to the story. <coughs> doesn't like but he's rides. always there for John. With John being so important, he has to be there. Yeah, but if he took, they would consider him a threat if he would have shown up to Dragonstone. I think. That w- no. Well, I mean, he should. Yeah, one of them attacked. Well, one of them attacked Joffrey. He's just out there like chasing the dragons wasn't around. Wasn't that attacked Joffrey? So yeah, they don't like. Didn't yeah, anybody? Didn't didn't anybody else think it was kind of weird in the finale? That when Bronn and Pod kind of walked off, like it was implying something was going to happen with them too. Not 
like romantic. No, I thought it was, it was like, literally just them going to get beer. Oh, I was like, oh, what's going on? It seems something sinister might be afoot, but then nothing mm, happened. I think they're just friendly. Oh, that's another thing I wanted to mention that we didn't talk about during that. It's like, I loved Cersei's reaction. Like, she played it really cool because she knew the dragons were going to come. So she held it all together. Like, yeah, I've seen dragons before. What? And then the and then the zombie dude yeah. comes out and she was terrified. It's just like, okay, so that's did, that's new. <laughs> did, um... Where... Was that the last time we saw Bronn in the episode? Might have been. I think so. Because yeah. what's his allegiance to now? Like, what is he... Jamie probably, went off, yeah, probably I know. Cersei. I mean, they did set up... They did set up... Cersei no, has money. There was no reason that to set up the Tyrion, hey, I'm pay you double line again if they weren't going to bring that back. Maybe, I like. yeah. And if Tyrion can pay, so maybe Jamie has his own gold, too. I mean, do you think Bronn's really going to stay around once you hear Jamie left? No. If it's if the money's good, I don't think I don't think he can pay double because Cersei has a bank. Yeah. Well, do you I think don't... she's do you think she's going to consider him that like worth it? She already also implied that she would kill. Well, she needs someone Bron, to head her army Bron. now. Yeah, she like she needs all the help she can get now. That's true. And next to Bron or next to Jamie, who's probably the best swordsman, it's probably Bron. Eh, he was the best swordsman. Yeah, not anymore. It's Arya or Brienne at this that, point. Uh, yeah, that's that's in her. That could be in her wheelhouse, though. Um. So yeah. I guess that's it. Okay, I guess that does it for Game of Thrones season seven. Woo! We'll see season eight sometime. Two years, maybe. Yeah, twenty. Twenty nineteen. Hopefully, North. Oh God. Hopefully, North Korea lets that happen. Um. Let's no, let's not see. get into that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not afraid of them nuking us. There's no incentive for them to nuke us. It's fine. Yeah, but when has that stopped them before from doing something stupid? Well, they've never nuked anybody before. Well, I'm just saying, it's like, I feel like he'd be crazy enough to do something. Uh, I don't know. I think our president might be more crazy than he is. Well, they're matching crazy. <laughs> Next week, we are going to be watching It. You! Stephen King's It. Ben is so excited am, and has such high expectations. I, I cannot wait till he does not like it. <laughs> but we will see what we all think next I'm week. I'm going to love it and Zach's going to hate it. It's going to be awesome. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, ben and I... Oh, wait. Ben. Yeah? We both saw Good Time this week and we didn't talk about it. We both <laughs> thought it was really, really yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my we gosh. We dropped that. the ball on that one. That. Yeah, we agreed. It was weird. <laughs> It scared you that much that you forgot about agreeing with Zach. Um, good time. It was great. Yeah, like go see it. It was a good time. actually, it's a stressful time, but it's, it, but it's, it's a, great a good movie. movie. <laughs> and a twenty-four. That's a twenty-four keeps putting out some good stuff. It looks like they're yeah. the best studio out there right the witch, now. Bar the none. witch. Not even Thank close. you. Moonlight, Lobster. Uh, oh, they put out Moonlight. Oh crap! Green Room. Uh, There's something else. That... Many, many other great movies. I have seen none of those. Spring Breakers. That was A24. Oh, God, no. I Spring hate them Break! Uh, <laughs> oh, now I want to look them up. A24. Oh, they did 20th Century Women last year. That's Swiss right. Man. That they're doing the Disaster Artist. Oh, didn't they do... The Florida... Oh, you said Swiss Army Man, John? Yeah. yeah. Um, Ghost Story, the... my number one movie of the, the year. The Florida Project looks really good if you haven't checked out that Ooh, trailer. Oh, yeah, with Willem Dafoe. 
Yeah. Uh, that's supposedly excellent. I'm intrigued, but I'm about caught up in my Twitter feed to find out if this Woodshock movie with Kirsten Dunst is any good. Ooh, let, um, you're the, about caught up with your Twitter feed. Know. You know you can just skip ahead to the top. <laughs> no, but I don't like to do let, that. Zach, Zach, um, let me know. This is, what you, this is how what I you didn't did. know Mike Leake got traded because I was 3,000 tweets behind. Well, you need to get the ESPN app, man. I have the Cardinals app and it didn't come through. That's disappointing. Uh, well, that's not they're also releasing you. the guy, uh, Yorgos Lathimos, is the guy who did the lobster, the killing of a sacred deer. The A24 is releasing that as well. They did It Comes at Night. They did Krisha. <laughs> They did. Oh, there's so many great movies. I want to get. Seriously, a t- I've seen a one movie you've mentioned. All right, let's find more. Well, you're watching the wrong movie. Green Room. Shit, they uh, did Green Room. Yep. I yeah, said exactly. that. I said that. I said that. This Ladybird. This Ladybird is supposed to be excellent. Did we say Ex Machina? Nope, but that's great. Um, they're Ooh, doing like the Tusk. One. They're tusk? doing the. I did not see Tusk. Um... They're doing uh, the next movie by the guy that did It Follows, Under the Silver Lake. Which I will see because It Follows is amazing. Um, says you and most people. But they did me. Free Fire. That was that good. That was good. They, they're great. See their movies. A24. Trespass Against Us was a good little Michael Fassbender movie. That didn't really come out in theaters, but it's on Amazon. All of A24 movies end up on Amazon Prime, so you can you have literally zero excuse to not have seen them, Lauren. Um, my time is better spent elsewhere. They did the Carmichael That's show? That's my excuse. There were three seasons of the Carmichael show? What is the Carmichael Jared show? Jared Carmichael, he's a, he's a popular sitcom. young black comedian or whatever. Um, he's supposedly, like, or whatever. hilarious. He's got three seasons of a sitcom on NBC and A24 helped produce it. It was canceled. Yeah. Um, but I think it was canceled yeah. not because of... I, th- I think it was canceled because it wasn't getting viewership, not because it wasn't good. Well, uh, a yeah, show being good has nothing to do whether if it's been canceled yeah, or not. For, yeah. yeah. There was a show I saw, I wish I could remember what it was, but it got like two episodes and it was great, but no one watched it, so it got canceled. Which one was that? I can't, she can't remember. remember. I, and the problem is the main actor in it, I don't know his name. Oh, oh wow. wow. Great story for me. <laughs> I'll divert for A24 any day. They had my top... I All three of my top favorite movies last year were released by A24, and they are on track to potentially do that again this year. Um, okay. Well, I'm Zach Oldenburg. <laughs> you can find me at, at Zach Oldenburg on Twitter. And you can also find me at middleofrow.com where I write very sporadically lately. But I hope to write more as I see more and more of the big year-end movies that are going to start coming out soon enough. I'm Ben. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter on at the Grigsby Bear. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, middle of the row. Uh, I'm John. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at another Rahul J, and the J's the letter J. Um, and you can find us on Twitter where... We post links to reviews that each of us do, or links to the podcast episodes when they gets out, or whenever Lauren decides to hijack it and have conversations with herself. Like you can find that at, on Twitter as well. <laughs> she does not hijack anything. <laughs> I was gonna say I was given permission to use it, so. <laughs> and that's at middle of row as well. Know the hashtag. Know the. All right, and I am Lauren at Beware of Trees on Twitter, and our Tumblr is middle of row. Middle of row dot tumblr.com and the show i was thinking of was called lone star ah. mm.
Oh yeah, that was like the the that was supposed to be like the Mad Men double. Yeah, it, wife it had Adrian Palicki in it. Yeah, and she that's the reason I was able to find it. So good call, good work, good interneting. Yep. Um, we'll see you for next week for it. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row.